Hello, it's Allison. Um, I have been wanting to record all day. There's like really windy, blowy clouds things happening. So hopefully I don't get uh, hurricaned out of here. But um, I've had kind of a whirlwind couple of weeks. Um, for as equally boring and stagnant as August was, um, September has been like uh, that level of excitement. Strange things happening. Um, a few days after I did the uh, money ritual thing, like everything just started unfolding in the best possible way. Um, a lot of really awesome things have happened. And so, um, I guess most of the people that listen to this, I guess they're local. I don't know everybody that listens to it. Um, but for those of you who are in Birmingham, I have started doing readings at Ritual Shelter in Homewood, uh, which brings me to one of the things that I wanted to cover, which was like how 2020 is just this continuation of the Groundhog Day theme that I was feeling in February and March. Um, you know, 2020 seems like it is the year of second chances. Um, things are just coming back around in such strange ways. Uh, like my very favorite all-time band was Wild Sweet Orange and they broke up in like 2009 or 8. I don't even know. Um, it was over 10 years ago. And then they are like back this year. And I was just feeling so strange driving to Birmingham the other day. Because I was like, I'm driving to Birmingham to work in a retail store. Which is like, I'm back in retail. That was, you know, all of my first jobs were retail, I guess most of the jobs that I've had have been, um, in like clothing stores. And, um, it was so strange to be feeling myself like I was listening to Wild Sweet Orange driving to my gig in Birmingham. Like, wow, this is seriously some time loop stuff. Um, I feel like I've been talking to a lot of people that I haven't talked to in a while. Um, and just physically being back in the city where I used to love to hang out as like a teenager. Um, it feels really good. It feels really weird. Um, but I really think it's it's been great. Um, it's been a nice change. I get to go, uh, you know, a couple of times a week and be away from my kids. And... I get to do something really creative and awesome. Um, I feel amazing after I leave uh, Ritual Shelter every time. Like if I've been able to do readings and just talking to people that I've never met before. Trying things I've never done before. And it basically just feels, you know, like people come in and we just like, you know, we play cards and we play the stare into the crystal ball. And it's really fun. Um because what's something I wanted to go over today was just talking about how, like, how much of a blessing it is to be able to do in-person readings. Um, 
up until now, I was really challenging myself to learn tarot. Um, just because I've known for years that I was supposed to learn it. Um, I bought a deck like in 2013. It wasn't the best deck ever. And it made it kind of like just harder to learn. Um, I'm not somebody that's super into like the traditional meanings. I really like to change it just sort of like based on the reading. Like there's definitely archetypal meanings to tarot that you can't necessarily get away from. Um, but I really like a deck that has imagery that I can sort of abstract, like, more personalized information out of, um, just depending on, like, the person's personality and scenarios and stuff, but I've been doing readings online over the phone and over text and stuff like that up until now, and doing readings in person is so much better. God, it's so fun. Um, you know, it's like, it's like a little adventure every time. Um, and it's interesting to me that most everybody that's come in is doing it like spontaneously. Like they, um, some, I've had some people come in that just work in the area and they've seen the store and they think it's really cool and they just wanted to see what it was like to get a tarot reading. Um, it's really cool. Uh, it's really fun. It, it's a very going with the flow energy when I'm there. And I've just been loving it so much. Um, also, just the power of the like trance states that I'm able to achieve uh, when I'm face-to-face with somebody. And they are talking about their issues. And I'm like gazing into the crystal ball just to see what kind of images come up. Um, it's been working amazingly well. And, um, I feel so charged up afterwards. So, um, yeah, I guess like something I wanted to go over a little bit was just that I've been able to find like a much better rhythm to having readings, uh, in person where, Like, I've been experimenting with some of the decks that the store keeps in stock. And they have this amazing um, personal oracle deck. And it's just, like, it's somewhat archetypal images, but it's things like um, a compass and wings and the moth and the boot and bell and candle. And just all of these, like, symbols that can mean like absolutely anything uh just depending on the person and um people have really been resonating with that deck i should have remembered what uh who drew it because i think it was someone from alabama Um, but it's really awesome so i've been starting my readings with like a short um small tarot spread And then using the personal oracle deck um, on top of that. And then I get out the crystal ball. Which the crystal ball totally has a personality. I never thought I would be one of these people that is like, My crystal ball called out to me and wanted me to bring it to work. But that's like basically what happened was the day that I was going up to the store just to 
talk about all of the logistics and everything um, of working up there. Like the day that I was going, I just, I got this image in my head while I was sort of dozed off um, of me at the table with the crystal ball and with uh, Jennifer, the owner, sitting across from me and she was talking and I was staring into the ball and telling her what I saw. And I just got that image in my head and thought, oh my God, I've never even thought of using a crystal ball for anybody other than myself. Like up until this point, I had just used it only for me. Um, I, I really just hadn't considered it. And I got that like brilliant idea and I was like, okay. So I got up and I, I boxed up my crystal ball and put it in my bag. And like, as I was doing that, I started remembering like this tarot deck that I don't use very often. Um, the sacred rose deck, uh, that I got at, uh, books, beans and candles. But so I was like, started thinking about this random tarot deck and I'm like, okay, I guess this tarot deck wants to come with me thought about my pendulum which I hadn't really thought about and so I brought the pendulum with me and um it's it's been working so well um and it's fun because it takes I felt like it took the pressure off of me to like perform for people because all I do is just allow the ball to make images almost like scrying if you've ever done scrying, it's just like that where you're just sort of relaxing your focus and allowing your eyeballs to recognize images. And um, so I just do that and allow people to talk to me or ask questions. And I just tell them what I see. And they're the ones who give context and meaning to the images Sometimes they make sense right away. Sometimes they feel like specific people from the other side are sending them that image as a message. Um, but I don't like look for anything in particular. I just relax my eyes and then report back what I see. And I can do that. Um, typically, I call it like going inside the ball. It's so silly. Uh, but I do... <laughs> say like, okay, I'm going to go in, I'm going to go into a light trance here. I, I do a little invocation and then I'm in the ball and I'm looking at it and I feel really good at about 20 minutes inside of, uh, the ball. And sometimes after that, I feel like I start to feel tired or I just, it's like after a certain amount of time, I just feel like I'm ready to come out. And um, I'm finding also that it's important for people to be like present with me because um, they remember more of what I said than I do. Um, that's happened a few times and been very interesting because it, it does make me feel like I'm entering like somewhat of a more tranced out state than I've ever like... Um, done in front of people before certainly uh and then after I come out of the ball we just sort of talk for a while um and I love talking so doing readings with people where I get to just sit and talk and discuss personal issues societal issues all just all sorts of stuff 
um, has been coming up and it's amazing. It is like truly something that it also feels good to just get paid to do this because, uh, my whole life, I think I've had empathic qualities and by that, I mean, like I, sometimes I physically feel what other people's emotions feel like. Um, that has also been happening in readings, um, where I'll start to feel my throat chakra really strongly, like much stronger than I ever even feel it for myself. I start to get real, I've had, um, just depending on the person, I've had various physical sensations that like tell me are certain chakras of their bodies that um, are either like energetically weakened or there's just some significance to that chakra lighting up for me. And so I just tell them if I'm feeling something like that and I just describe to them what it feels like. Um, and that's been really cool. Um, people have been really receptive and it's overall just been really fun. Um, I'm continuing to explore the crystal ball because it just wasn't something that I was expecting to use going into this whole scenario. Uh, but it's been really nice to like, I guess, find out something about myself that I did not even know I could do. Um, so it's been a very expanding experience, but all of that being said, even when people are coming in for readings, a lot of people are experiencing like, um, their ex-boyfriend coming back or ex-girlfriend or, um, opportunities coming back that they did not think were going to happen the way that they did, um, but we're, it's like strange that we're all going through some kind of repeat. Um, like our karma is like, hey, in case you wanted to address this situation, here it is again. And let's see what sort of decisions you make um, in the middle of a global pandemic event. Let's just see how you react to this bit of ancestral or karmic, uh, trauma, uh, while there's a lot of really crazy stuff happening in the world. And so it's like, it's up to the individual to react in a way that they're going to know, like it's going to affect the, their timeline that they're on. Um, I guess I've been talking about manifestation with a lot of people because I just want people to know that they can and do affect their, um, their universe and their lives, um, in a, in a much more direct way than we are usually made aware. I know certainly I felt helpless and negative for a long time and it's, feels really good to like directly tell someone like you can change this and you can um change your experience just based on how you react to unexpected events and trauma um you know it's been 
interesting to find myself in somewhat like draining situations and not be certain how to react because I don't want to be taken advantage of. I don't want to be walked all over. And yet I know that like giving in to really negative emotions um, just does not put you on like great timelines. Um, so I guess finding a balance between like detachment and being insensitive has been like somewhat challenging for me today. <laughs> I've just had things happening um, the last few days that seem to me like cr- timelines like just crumbling um, I, because I noticed my short-term memory was bizarrely bad. Just trying to cook a meal lately has been challenging because I have to remember like what I've put into the dish so far what I have to do next when is it time to turn on the oven how long do I time this meal for and just like multitasking not happening anymore uh not a lot of cleaning of my house happening anymore because I'm just feeling so scattered um and yet also in tune more in tune with like my higher self and sort of um, behaving like the person that I want to be. Like I'm more in tune with uh, like being able to achieve that sort of like creative energy pushing me toward a goal or just toward like the type of life that I want to live. I find it easier to make the exciting, scary decisions. Uh, And yet, at the same time, I'm feeling a little bit um, tired and scattered. Um, And I think that's just got to be some kind of, like, ascension symptom that's happening to me lately. Um, You know, and I talk on this podcast just to, like, be able to speak out loud some of my experiences and like let other people you know confirm or deny if they're having similar things but I think a lot of us are going through some sleepless strange symptoms um I'm also having like a lot of ET synchronicities and just today like I started seeing way more stuff about aliens on Instagram. And then, like, a friend of mine said that TikTok was blowing up with UFO videos. And, you know, I really think that at this point, even people who are asleep, like, really feel like the world is just getting too weird to be, you know, a meaningless floating ball and floating in space directionless and without guidance from anything other than like centrifugal force um (laughs) so it's like everything's getting weird I don't really think that anything's going to get more normal certainly this year um I keep feeling like reminded of how bizarre I felt in 2016 and how sort of like apocalyptic 
it felt, and I'm trying to hold on to the idea that we may, like the ride may slow back down at some point next year. Um, but I've been having some unfortunate sort of thoughts about the election just in that it may be drawn out longer. Like I have this kind of hope that like, oh, once the election happens, everything's going to just cool off. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's going to happen, which I don't really think anybody listening to this would be surprised to hear that. Um, So if you have been feeling lost um something's coming for you uh just do something creative like at this point like literally anything you can do to be creative is going to like raise your vibration enough to like help us collectively get some like plot lines moved forward um i think we're all really tired of the like capitalist nine to five work for money, for your food, for your utilities, for your clothes, for your house, work, 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 and consume. I think that's really done. Um, I think we're in sort of the like zombie apocalypse version of capitalism already. Um, and I, I think it's good. I don't really feel a whole lot of people like clinging to their old lives. Um, we can all feel something new coming and I think that it's going to be great. I mean, I feel like I've said this a few times on the podcast already that we're going to lose a lot of stuff, but we're going to make room for a lot of, uh, new beginnings and new systems of economics, which seems, uh, really strange for how hopeful I feel about how that's going to go because I think that we are finding ourselves in situations where we just like have to help each other and when there's no other choice we tend to make like pretty good decisions like if you just have to get something done um it's easier to make it happen like if you don't feel that there's like some sort of comparable alternative. So that being said, I think that we all need to be taking really good care of ourselves because even under like the best of circumstances right now, uh, you may not feel great. So be sure to be getting enough fat and water and clean water Uh, I've been having to challenge myself to remember to drink just like an unusually large amount of water. I'm going through phases of fasting and not even feeling the least bit hungry. That was happening for a couple of weeks ago. And then now, um, I am ravenously hungry. I have been hungry. I have eaten so much food. I've been spending an ungodly amount of food at a Mexican restaurant locally um after I just said to like you know eat really well and take care of yourself but you know if you're hungry you gotta eat 
and I just like wanted to feel like it was a holiday so I ate a lot of Mexican food finally found a queso dip appropriately sized for me it comes in a 16 ounce styrofoam cup and an extra bag of chips and I finally had enough queso dip on my Mexican food so that was great um but anyway so things are strange things are great things are coming back around and it's been really really fun to meet so many new people I'm hoping that I can meet um more friends get more listeners on my podcast just so I can like talk into the air at no one and then there's people listening after the fact um but yeah this feels really short but I think I'm just going to stop I mean okay let me just go over in case for some reason there is like a miracle and someone who's thinking about getting a reading done is listening to this podcast I'll do a quick segment on what can you expect from a reading so we haven't been doing appointments but I would like to start just saving like a couple of spots in the day for appointments like in case somebody wants an hour-long reading um, so I'm not going to, I'm going to definitely always have room for walk-ins because I really like that flow of energy that happens when people do something spontaneous. Um, I think that's like the highest form of creativity, um, is to do things that weren't planned. So I'm leaving plenty of room for walk-ins. Um, I'd like to open up, I'm going to like give the store my cell phone number, Um, Anybody can message me on Instagram and we can definitely set up a meeting time um, just because we've had some people coming in and doing uh, like three or four people come in at the same time. Then I talk for an hour to each person and like, you know, I'm losing the last person like didn't know how long to wait. So they just left. So I'm hoping to set it up where... um, You know, you don't have to come in. It's hard to find parking out there. So um, if you're coming from any distance away, it would probably be nice to know um, that you're not going to have to wait for an hour for a reading. So once once we get started, you know, I close the curtains and it's a very cozy, wonderful little reading room that Jennifer has created and... Typically, I just start um, a conversation and we just talk a little bit about like what's going on in your life. Um, If there's a reason that you came in for a reading, if you've ever had a reading before, um, that kind of thing. And then we just discuss like if there's a specific idea that you're looking to explore during the reading or if you're just there to see like what the cards and and the crystal ball have to say and I usually do like a short tarot spread maybe six cards total and we talk about that for a minute and sort of get an idea of like some more specifics on your personal situation and then um, I do the short invocation 
uh, and then I gaze into the ball. And what that typically looks like is, you know, I'm not looking at you at your face. I'm looking at your reflection in the ball. And I can create shapes with that with my eyes. I can also just look at like the background just begins to shape into images. And I start to describe those images to you. And we just talk. We can freely talk. I know that it's like sometimes I probably look weird like staring uh, so intently at the ball. But I just it, it works better that way if I don't break eye contact. Um, or the, the less I break eye contact, the better. And then uh, we just discuss what I see. It just leads the conversation in certain ways, usually, for me to describe what I'm seeing and, and you to respond back to that. Um, and something that I noticed that's very beautiful that happens is, like, just the sound of the person's voice will sometimes send me, like, a wave of energy, and I can, like, feel their person better. I can feel their energy, and I can see better images, and the images change more frequently and become more specific. So it's like, the more that you send, and the more that you interact with me while I'm staring at the ball, it seems to work better that way. Um, I've been seeing a combination of past, present, future. I'm pretty sure I'm seeing past life information in the ball. Um, but I'm not like hearing a voice in my head say, this is her past life. I'm not seeing anything like that. Like, so it's, it's, it is largely, you know, up to me and the person that I'm reading to interpret the imagery that I'm seeing. But for myself, I have seen what I believe is myself in a past life, um, some images like inside the ball. Um, so it's really cool. It's just something that I'm learning and experimenting with, but it's been the, for me, it is the highlight of the reading. Um, I would love to incorporate more, um, pendulum work. Um, but you know, that we just kind of just feel what you need. Um, and so once I come out of the ball, um, we discuss the images a little bit, uh, and really that part can go like as long as you want. Um, I don't have a set time necessarily. Um, I feel the most satisfied, like I got all of the information that that person needed that day, um, in like a half hour to an hour long reading. Um, the law, I don't really think I would want to go longer than an hour because I just personally start to talk in circles after about that length of time. But, um, 30 minutes to an hour is a really good, um, amount of time to like really dive deep. I've done much shorter readings than that and they are cool. And they are fun, but um, really I need about a half an hour if we're going to go into the ball, which I highly recommend just from like personally how good it feels. I think it's been really interesting for people to experience that. Um, So yeah, like 30 minutes to an hour is the ideal length of time. I can do less than that if, um, you know, you're trying to... um, 
do it for just a lesser price because you can definitely get a pretty good amount of insight um, from just like even a one card reading if you really want to, which I've done a couple of those just really quick for people that were just like stopping in the store. So um, hopefully that gives you a little bit of an idea. Um, I would love to have people come in regularly. You know, I'm just interested to see where this takes me. It feels like an opportunity that is going to just like turn out like the amount of effort that I put into it, you know, is what I'm going to get out of it. Uh, <laughs> but we'll just see where it goes. Um, it's really nice to be able to do readings without worrying about like my cell phone signal, what uh, video quality I'm giving to somebody like uh dealing with like my dogs. Oh, I was trying to give a reading to a friend of mine and like my dogs trampled all over my cards and my crystals. And I was like really feeling it. And then they just trampled all over me. So it's so good to have like a really nice, peaceful environment to do a reading in. And then plus Jennifer's store is honestly so beautiful and amazing. Um, I feel so blessed that she has included me in her like family of readers there. It's so cool. It's like 2020 is just this year of bizarre opportunities <coughs> and it's so fun and amazing to be there. So it's starting to rain. Hurricane Sally is coming in probably, you know, weather manipulation to hide the aliens that are like flying in the sky who knows who knows what's going on there's a lot of strange sky stuff going on right now but um anyway you can find me on instagram at allison harley 119 and i am now at ritual shelter in homewood alabama typically wednesdays and fridays um i have some saturdays in october planned i will be there on halloween um, I know people have been asking about my seance plans and, you know, I just really don't know what's going to happen with the seance. I don't, it's, it's really hard to plan. October has two full moons. Who knows? I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, you can DM me for an appointment on Instagram and we can work that out. And I'd love to hear from you. Thanks, guys. It's really fun recording this and knowing that you listen to it. Thanks. Bye-bye.